God has the right to have a special day in His honor. Welcome to What Laura Likes, the podcast that helps you pursue the narrow path. Here you can find content regarding Catholicism, both for those new to the faith, as well as those of you looking to go deeper. You will also find content on the vocation of marriage, including motherhood and homeschooling. This audio is taken from a previously published YouTube video that was either highly popular or I thought would translate well to audio. If you'd like to see the video for this and other episodes, you can head to my YouTube channel, What Laura Likes. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review if it adds value to your life. Also, consider supporting this podcast on Patreon to help it continue. You can find out more about me or contact me by heading to my website, whatlauralikes.com, or following me on Instagram at whatlauralikes18. Enjoy the show. So we're gonna today we're gonna be talking about how to keep Sunday holy and why we're gonna keep Sunday holy. Why it's actually an act of justice to keep Sunday holy. This all stemmed from a census fidelium video that I watched recently that I will put down. The, it's already linked in the description. And the reason that it's so funny, I was listening to something else on YouTube, and you know sometimes they'll just randomly play things next that I guess they think you want to hear and so this video started up and it started talking about the Beatles and I was like huh interesting I didn't know about this about the Beatles or about their their kind of their pathway towards apparently Satan really and it was really quite sad but then it like went into this other talk and it started talking about Sister Mary of Saint Sister Mary Sister Mary of Saint Peter who was known for the golden arrow and some of her discussions with the Lord or what the Lord told her and then it correlates with Sunday. So that's why we're here. That's why I'm here. We're going to start with an Ave Maria. And then I'll jump into kind of what was said in the video about Sunday specifically, about our Lord's Day. And then I want to go through the ways that our family keep the Lord's Day holy. I've talked to lots of people who get confused about what I can and can't do on Sunday or what I shouldn't shouldn't do. And so let's just talk a little bit about that today. Okay, Mother Mary, Ave Maria, <laughs> in nomine Patris, Affiliate, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nuc et in ora mortis nostre, Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. All right, Sundays. God has the right to have a special day in his honor. So you got to think of Sundays as, I know that they say that Sundays, God didn't make Sundays, there's like a phrase there, like, God didn't make man for Sundays, but he'd make Sundays for man. Anyway, it's a day of rest, and you really, truly, truly need to treat it as a day of rest. God rested on the seventh day. He requires us, out of justice, out of his divine plan, to rest on Sundays. You guys all know the story, I'm sure, of the guy in the Bible who collected firewood on Sundays and was stricken dead. So it's a good one to keep in mind when you're thinking to yourself, is this activity pleasing to God? Would he approve of me doing this on a Sunday? So... The video went on to go talk about how all humans owe God reverence and worship on Sunday. We're not supposed to do any unnecessary labor, and we're not supposed to do commercial activity. That means online shopping. That means unless you're going to go to the grocery store because you literally don't have eggs, and you need eggs because you can't survive a day without eggs, then you don't go to the grocery store. 
Now, I know that church is kind of flexible regarding going out to eat. I know that's kind of a traditional thing. I don't know if that's something that like the Protestants started and then Catholics kind of picked it up because there are habits that have been, that have kind of developed that way. On the safe side, I would say try to stay away from going to restaurants on Sunday because it's, it is a commercial activity, but that might be something you discern or, or do some more research about. Okay, so then let's talk about St. Mary of St. Peter. Jesus said that people profaning and abusing the Lord's day causes him great pain. Like this is a really serious sin. The video talked about how, you know, Catholics are really good at like focusing on commandments four through 10, but a lot of times we'll forget about one through three. Three is keep holy the Sabbath day, keep holy the Lord's day. And um, you can think of it like this. It kind of looks like a K. Dr. Taylor Marshall has this way of remembering the Ten Commandments, which is really helpful. I'll put it down below. It uses your fingers to kind of take you through the Ten Commandments. And then it said that the Jews crucified, this is what Jesus said, the Jews crucified me on Good Friday, but Christians crucify me again on Sundays with violations of the Third Commandment. And so then he said that we as Catholics need to receive communion on Sundays in reparation. The rest of the video goes on to talk about how we have to make reparations. Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Akita, Our Lady of La Salette. Is that right? La Salette. And others talk about reparation because there's a chastisement coming. And if we can do reparations, then we'll be saved from the chastisement. So really, really important. So let's let's transition into how do we keep holy the Lord's day? The first thing is it starts way before Sunday. You guys, women especially, you have to plan things around Sunday. And this is the way that traditional Jews live. They protect the Sabbath. So we need to, as Catholics, be protecting the Lord's day. So that means that, you know, you don't go grocery shopping on Sunday. You go grocery shopping another day, preferably before Sunday, so that on Sunday you have things in the home that make life enjoyable and festive because it's a feast day. It means that you don't do your gardening on Sunday. You don't do your mowing the lawn on Sunday. You don't do these things on Sunday that you could do another day. Now, if your child wets the bed and you have to put a load of laundry in because the child wet the bed and you can't leave that for an entire day, that's different then saying, oh, Saturday was family fun day and I didn't want to do any laundry. Now I have like four loads of laundry. I'll do those on Sunday. No, no, no. That hurts our Lord. Do not do servile work on Sundays. Servile work is work that in the past was done by the servant. Sunday is not your meal prep day. You don't spend two hours in the kitchen getting ready for Monday through Friday. Do that Saturday. The Saturday is my fun day. Well, justice of the Lord, you got to figure out what's more important, the world and how they prep on Sundays for the week, or you as a Christian and how you live for God. In my opinion, you don't meal prep on Sundays. You can bake bread if that's something that you like. You can, you know, you can obviously cook meals if you need to, but I actually try to plan in a way to where I'm not in the kitchen on Sundays because that's not restful to me. And Sunday's a day of rest. So before Sunday, we're planning what we need to do so that we're not doing things on Sunday. So think about what food you want in the house for Sunday. Do you have enough eggs and bacon for breakfast? Maybe some sausage. Maybe you want to bake something on Saturday. So you have like muffins or fresh bread. We travel an hour to mass. So 
We need to plan for certain snacks on our way home from mass so we're not starving. Obviously, we have to have coffee. And so just kind of thinking through, we usually have some kind of sweets that we like to have. They're just special Sunday food. And then, we, like I said, we drive an hour to mass. So is the car, does the car have gas in it? Do we all have our clothes clean for Sunday? Does everybody have their missiles ready to go? Is there water bottles, snack foods, church bag? All that stuff can be prepped the night before or even a couple of days before so that Sundays are restful from the very first moment you wake up. And with that, let's transition into number two, which is wake up early. <laughs> now, I know you're like, I run, you know, I'm either homeschooling or my kids are in school or I'm working. And so Monday through Friday is crazy. Saturday is like my one day I get rest and then Sunday or, you know, sleep in. And then Sunday is like crazy. We got to go to mass. But if you wake up earlier for God and you can start your day by reading the readings and slowly entering this beautiful gift of a day with God by yourself, it is a beautiful way to start the day meditating with him, maybe have a devotional where you can kind of t- sit through, sit and think. I like St. Alphonsus de Liguori's sermons. They correlate with the traditional calendar. And so I'll read those sometimes, you know, in the morning by myself. If I start the day late and I'm racing through and I'm trying to shower and get the kids dressed and make sure everyone's fed. And like I said, we're gone for about three to four hours every Sunday. So, you know, it's a bit, bit of a planning up front. My day is not as restful as when I give myself that time with God first. So if I know I need to be in the shower at seven, I will get up at six on a Sunday and I never regret getting up early ever. I always regret getting up late. And then also just make sure you're reading the reading the Sunday readings before you get to mass. Now at the Latin mass, we're reading the readings twice and they're in German and Latin. So I'm like really reading them a lot in English, you know, I can't even understand what the priest is saying. And so I feel like I get them a lot, but I still try to read them before mass as well, just because every time you read the readings, they sink in and you just get a little bit more of a deeper sense, or maybe a word or a sentence gets pulled out in a special way just for you that you can then meditate on. Oh, this is a big one. Number four, keep your entertainment God pleasing. Okay. So Sunday is not the day to watch that horror movie that you've been wanting to watch, or it's not the day to, I don't know. I don't know what people do, but we try to keep our entertainment God-pleasing. That does not mean that every single thing we watch or do relates to our faith. Even though I do like to watch like a saint movie on a Sunday, or maybe watch a lecture on form.org or a census fidelium video. But honestly, we get home from mass. It's about 1.30 in the afternoon. The kids grab some cookies and go downstairs and play video games. And like, that's okay for a little bit. We all kind of need to separate after being in the car <laughs> for so long together. But it's just really something to think through. Like, if, especially if you're going to put a movie on, the, you know, the winter's coming and it gets cold and we want to cozy up. And it's just one of those things like, is this a family movie where God would be like, oh, this is nice? Or is it just junk? that you're wasting time watching because especially after receiving the Eucharist, meditating over the course of the day that you received Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ came to you, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And he's now within you. And especially for those like 15 minutes right after receiving him, but really meditating on how special of a union, like that should really stay with you all day. Just keep that in mind. 
obviously we're all going to have moments where we kind of mess up or there's like gray lines. Like, can I watch Love It or List It on a Sunday? I would argue yes, because it's just about house hunting. But maybe somebody else would think that was like a worldly waste of time. I don't know. Number five is we pray the rosary on our knees on Sundays. So we pray the rosary every night. I want to do a video at some point in the next few weeks about our family rosary, but we do pray the rosary every night between seven and seven 30. It takes a really long time because everybody has a bunch of intentions. And then we always tack on three things we're thankful for now. And then at the end of our rosary, we do a surrender novena. So it's just, it's a, it's a thing. It's a big chunk of time, but it's beautiful. And we do it on our knees on Sundays as a way to just take that extra little bit of mortification for God to show that, you know, just our devoutness and our love. So maybe think if there's something, if you're not praying a daily rosary with your family, maybe on Sundays, do a family rosary, just do something a little bit extra special with your, with your prayer life on Sundays, especially if you can as a family, even if you're coming together and you're, you're praying the Angelus at six o'clock, the Angelus takes a minute or two, but you could start praying that before dinner or at six o'clock. Exactly. You could pray the Divine Mercy Chapel together. That takes seven minutes. There's little things you can do as a family to really, you know, make Sunday just really beautiful with your family. Number six, keep things conflict free. So this takes a little bit of knowledge about your kids, knowledge about you, knowledge about your spouse. Definitely takes this idea of humility to a new level, but you really want to keep Sundays chill. If you know that a certain book game or video game or friend or neighborhood situation or activity causes conflict with your kids, I just would disallow it on Sundays. For example, our kids do not have friends over on Sundays. I don't want a bunch of kids running around my house on Sunday. It's my rest day with the Lord. I also don't really like them going to friends' homes on Sundays because I see it as a family day as well as a day of rest. And I like to do things as a family, play a board game, watch a movie, go for a long walk in the woods, go for a bike ride, have a nice you know, meal together. And so when they're at their friend's house and they're trying to corral people back home, it just gets chaotic for everybody. And there's all these feelings of, oh, I don't want to come home. And there's just a tug of war that happens in the heart and I don't like it. So, so I just really try to protect Sundays. And sometimes it can get a bit too rigid and then everyone gets mad at me. So it's just... <laughs> Is finding that balance on Sundays where you have your time to renew your spirit. Maybe you go take a walk or a bike ride by yourself, but also that time where, you know, just conflict is kept to a minimum if possible. And I guess that correlates to number seven, which is just consider Sundays your family day. I know that like in the fly lady system, Saturday is family day. But for us, I guess because being Catholic and so much is centered around, you know, mass and that and doing that as a family I find that Sundays, if I approach it more as a family day, it goes much more smoothly. Saturday to me is a, we're all hands on deck. We can all clean, we can all wash the car together. We can all clean the house up together. The kids can go play at their friend's house, whatever. Sunday is kind of like a day where we're all home and we're doing things and getting things done. And Sundays is this day where we just kind of pause. All right, let's pray. In nomine Patris et Fili et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tum mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nuc et ora mortis nostrae, Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. 
Okay, really fast. I just thought as I was praying that I want to make sure that you guys know how to connect with me, especially if you're new. So one, Instagram, unfortunately, is where I do most of my posting. I would love to get away from Instagram. I can't stand reels. Are you guys with me? Like they're so obnoxious. I got to figure out somewhere else to go. But for now, Instagram is where I am most days. I have a website, whatlauralikes.com. I post there about current events if you get my drift. So, and I also talk about that stuff on Instagram. You can't talk about it here on YouTube. So if you want more information about what's going on in that world, the world, then you can follow me on those two places. If you want to support me financially, I just have to say this, then you can become a Patreon. I don't have any special benefits. <laughs> it's just there for people who have asked to help support what we're doing here financially. Obviously, it helped just giving you that option in case you want it. And let's see, Instagram, blog, Patreon. And then, of course, I do have an Amazon store. Amazon storefront. It doesn't cost you anything, but if you go there and then you purchase from Amazon, It sends me a little bit of money back. I have a bunch of lists there on like books on Mary, my favorite catechisms, book hauls, apologetics, some homeschool supplies, modest clothing. I'm always kind of updating that list as well. So if I buy it off Amazon, it should be there at some point. And I think think that is it. All right, guys. So continue to know God, love God, and do God's will. Don't lose hope. Everything's going to be okay. Talk later. Thanks for listening. I hope this episode has blessed you. For more like this, head over to my YouTube channel, What Laura Likes. Be sure to subscribe, review this podcast, follow me on Instagram, and visit my website, whatlauralikes.com, for more info about what I do. Until next time, continue to know, love, and serve God. Pax Christie.